Hi, come do alchemy with your host, Gina, on Anchor with a new episode every Thursday. Your host, Gina, is an energy healer who understands the assignment. She's equipped with wisdom and has studied to show herself approved to teach and aid in human evolution. So let's be prepared to dive into some very important as well as controversial topics from crystals to hip hop, polygamy, self-love and meditation. We can talk about anything. Welcome back to Alchemy with Gina. I am your host, Alchemist Gina. And today our episode is about rap beef. I have my co-host in here with me, Keisha, Cinderella Keisha. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, Jim. What's up? So we're going to run it today. I want to know what you think. Are you entertaining anybody's rap beef? Um, I'm going to throw it back first. I'm going to start Let's off take by it throwing back. it. We're going to take it back. We're going to take it back to East Coast versus West Coast. Okay, Big in. Big in Tupac. Tupac yes. Let me throw it back. This is why I'm going to throw it back. I was such a Tupac fan, Jim. When I was a little girl, 14, 15, 16, I had Tupac covering my ceiling. I used to lay in my bed at night and look at pictures, look in Tupac's eyes till I fall asleep. I love Tupac so much until, <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. My mama called me, I was 17 years old when he died. September the 13th, 1996, I was at work at a dollar store. They had to put me in the break room to tell me Tupac was dead. I cried, they had to send me home from work. I cried like Florida Evans when James got killed. You when Martin, I cried like Martin Mama when Gina killed that bird. You understand? Yeah. I cried when Biggie died. Biggie was cold. He was. I could say it now as an adult. Biggie was cold. He was. But I was so much on Tupac. I ain't like nobody. I started. Right. I started not liking nobody. It was personal. It was so. I mean, from New York, it was personal. I don't like Jay Z to this day. It was. Per- <laughs> I said I hate you. Jay-Z. I love Jigga. I know you love Jigga, Gina. Gina love Jigga, y'all. Gina love Jigga. But you know what? Tupac didn't like Jigga. And you see when Jigga made that song, me and my girlfriend with Beyonce, blasphemy. I could have fell out. So, <laughs> I was still holding on to some rap beat that we didn't even need to be held on yeah. to. Because in reality, both of these men gone and they were friends. Right. So now that they no longer with us, I'm sure that they're at peace with whatever that happened, mm-hmm. you know. So why are we still over here as a fan riding for Westside Tupac? We very invested in these people beef. Yes, very. So when it comes to rap beef, I just think that I don't think nobody win. Right. You know, um, the artists definitely don't win. Right. They lose in the end. They losing their lives. Or yeah, they losing their life. They freedom. They freedom. You know, see murder. Are they families? Their yeah. friends. Families and friends. Their money. Yep, they losing. It just they depends have on how it play out. Exactly, it do. So I don't, I don't think that is necessary. Then you take it to modern day. You take it to Louisiana. You know what happens to our rappers, Gene? Right. They die because the beef already started before they started rapping. You yeah. know. Yeah, it, it's real, and then we have industry people who take what's real, what's what's coming from the streets, and they capitalize off of it. That's what they do. That's the only thing they know how to do. They follow these rappers around. 
they they become Instagram influencers and social media influencers. Mm-hmm. They pay them for social media. They pay them for YouTube streams. They pay them for likes on Instagram. Right. They pay them for so many different things, and they are influencing the culture. And everything you see now real all the time. I know I seen a local rapper. I know him. I changed his diapers when we was little. Mm-hmm. Okay? When they were little kids. They grew up with my kids. And he got shot. He got shot in a whole nother state. Alright? He got hit in the leg. And it was randomly because some guy was randomly shooting in a crowd. Right? I know what happened. And because I went, I'm a nurse, you know, I was retired, I'm a nurse, but I went to talk to him about his dressing change and everything. I know what happened to him, but the rumors on social media was that another local rapper did it to him. Now, if this guy didn't, wasn't in another state, if this guy was in Baton Rouge when he randomly got shot, didn't know who shot him, you know, he could have been seeing what the, the general public was saying under his Instagram and think, wow, I think this other rapper probably sent a hit on me or he did do it. You get right, what I'm saying? Right. But just because he was in another element in another state and knew what happened to him, we knew it wasn't that other. But according to social media, the all of the fans are saying it was such and such. Yes, yes. You know? Mm. And that's just a bunch of rumors. Right. But people do get invested in it. Like, very much invested in it to the point where they one side they're a fan of this person mm-hmm. and then the other side is a fan of that person mm-hmm. they will fight they will fight each other when those people don't even know them right they'll take the hit for you know yeah. they hear something out through out there they'll take the hit and they a fan yep. you know we got super fans that get a little too invested mm-hmm. into the beef and that's kind of that's scary when you really think about it. It really is. It's, it is scary. And um, I know some people who, you know, their houses done got shot up. They 14-year-old was shot at because they he's getting taller now. And they mm-hmm. mistake, mis- mistakenly took him for somebody else. Yeah. You know, and that's scary. Yes. Because it's all have to do with rap. And the police... They don't care. They they gonna they don't care. Mm-mm. If your son Gina, if your son gets shot at, and it's because of your other son, they don't care. No, they they, they, don't. they they do not care. No. They gonna respond when somebody die, and all they want is the murderer so they could put them in jail for life. Mm-hmm. So who who win? But guess what? Guess who done told the whole story? Who done? Gave the police every every detail they need to know. They done put it in the rap song. They done put every single thing they did from what they ate this morning. Until the, yeah. <laughs> they done put and, it in the And this crazy part about it, they really live in that life too. Especially when you come to Louisiana people. They live mm-hmm. in that life yeah, in real life. And they saying it. They, yeah. It's a, it's a thin line between entertainment and... In the in real life out here, you know, we got studio mm-hmm. rappers, yeah, and we got rappers that come from the yeah. streets and really, they really living this life, sending hits, you know, getting families out of here. And a lot of them really is about their life, and I think that once they make it to a certain level, they don't want to be a part of their no. life no more. But they already invested in it. Mm-hmm. They already in it. What what can we do like? 
as a collective to get people to become aware that the entertainment, the industry is winning. We're, we're not winning. Fans not winning. Artists is not winning when it comes to rap beef. How do we get people to wake up and, the, and get the, them? The artists or the people? I think everybody needs to wake up. I think the artists need to wake up and learn and understand you got all this money. Go live your life. Go see the world. I think they want to. Yeah. I think, I think that they don't want to be. I think they want to enjoy their money and they want to enjoy their freedoms. But once you so deep in it, it's like tar. It's hard mm-hmm. for you to get out of it. I know one for a fact that wants to. Don't I don't want to beef no more. Mm-hmm. But when you bring the when you bring the problem to my, it's okay. I put it to you like this. I'm 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 old. I have grandchildren. Okay. You know, back in if I take it back to my younger days, if you do me something wrong, I'm ready to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was I was ready to fight. And there's a lot of people in where we at and from the south, their fuse is very sharp. We have a low tolerance for foolishness. Right. And we don't mind fighting. Right. We'll fight before we shoot you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but you take it now. To the age I am now, and I'm more mature, and somebody approached me with the same set of foolishness, I might turn around and walk away. Right. I think that they just don't can't. And uh, what make ego? What make you turn around and walk away now? Wisdom. Wisdom. But their egos are inflated. Yes. Once they make it to a certain level, and plus you you add that to the way that they came up. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a sharp fuse. You don't take no foolishness. And if somebody approach you in the wrong way, and they ego-driven, they very highly ego-driven. I'm going to add also that they are programmed in this way. Like, and it's not, <clears throat> it's not always the parent fault or the neighborhood fault. Oh, no. It's, it's the not. It's the forces that be in control. They show, the, they show us these videos. They glorify... Yeah. Murder, they glorify. Yeah, they do. You know, the drug life, the drug game. They glorify all things wrong or the direction they want to see us go in. Yeah. So how do what do we do to change their programming? Because you try to put some positive music out there. Don't nobody want to listen to it. No, they don't. No, they and don't. We don't even it. have R and B no more. That's just a fade away. Is, uh, I don't know. It went what to is England. R&B? Black R and B moved to England with I, Adele and that other little white boy. I swear <laughs> I was looking for it. I've been looking for it's it. It's gone. You got to dig into the nineties to find a good R and B song. We don't have R and B no more. And that's sad because they telling. They showing us our vision mm-hmm. on these screens, on the television. I mean, it's just like if you watch, you said you talked about the powers that be, and this is a little bit off the subject, but I wanted to say this. You watch the news, and you seen they had a Vegas shooting, a shooting in Vegas at a country music festival, right? They made sure they scrubbed all the images of the people getting shot when it first transpired. I was looking on social media and it was live videos of people being shot. You could see the blood. You could see them doing CPR on people, throwing them in the back of trucks, trying to get them to the hospital when they had that mass shooting in Mm -hmm. Vegas. They scrubbed the internet from that. You didn't see images of these white people being shot. However, when Alton Sterling died, they showed black people this man getting shot over and over and over and over. When George Floyd died, they played that video of him, I Can't Breathe. I never watched it. Just just for the record, I ain't watch it. I didn't watch it either. I ain't gonna watch it. 
you know, I do feel sympathy and empathy towards mm-hmm. George Floyd and his family and his daughter, mm-hmm. but I never watch it because I don't want to walk out this door and bust somebody in the head for no reason because of what I just watched. Because I do. Right, I know. I, look, I stopped watching the news altogether after Alton Sterling. I, don't, I, I deleted news apps from my phone and I don't watch the news because of the energy that it was. It, it's it was, horrible. It was making me feel like. I was yeah. working, and every time I went into a patient room, I was hearing the news play, and I got to hear all this going <laughs> on, and, and I felt myself getting emotionally I understand. Yeah, involved I, with I, it. I've had that when Alpha Sterling died. I took a break from work just because I didn't want to be and around I, it. I didn't want I'm to be around it. I'm literally starting to feel the same way every time I hear, okay, Mo 3 died. You have... Mm-hmm. Um, Pop Smoke, you got mm-hmm. right here in um, Baton Rouge at the Mall of Louisiana. Yeah, you got somebody and Malachi got died too. Yeah, that was got, all connected, um, probably. We know, can but keep we don't going. Know yet. We can keep going on and on. And that same negative um, energy that I started feeling from watching the news and seeing um, twelve kill black people, mm-hmm. I'm feeling the same, the same way thing. about yeah, all these artists and industry people. Dying, cause guess what? It don't matter, you know. With them gone, they got Michael Jackson been dead, Prince been dead. They got holograms with these people performing right Yeah, now. I don't they like to steal. watch. It. I said it when they when they had the rumor out for um for the Super Bowl because you know the Super Bowl was uh, California. And you had Dre and Snoop the game. Well, not the game. Uh, they snubbed the game. The game said he was snubbed. Yeah, <laughs> fifty. You know, and. Kendrick, I love Kendrick, okay? Yes. And Kendrick Lamar. But they were talking about having a hologram of Tupac. I said, if Tupac hologram come up, I'm turning the TV off. And I watched it at a, a cigar bar. I was going to get up and turn them people's TV off. I refuse <laughs> to see a Tupac hologram. He gone. Don't play with him like that. That's who you're not about to play with. Right. And I was so happy they didn't do it because when I seen Eminem, I was like... But haven't oh. they did one with Tupac? They have, yeah. but I didn't want them to do it on the, on, on on Super, Super Bowl, Bowl right. stage because they did it to Prince. <clears throat> right, right. And I was upset about that too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to see that because, you know, you to me, it's, it's a... It's cool to watch. You can't say it's not. But they not here anymore. Once somebody not here anymore, do you want to have a live performance with them? Right. It's like, what makes them, what will make that person worth buying a ticket and mm-hmm. seeing? It's like, it's, to me, it's kind of like a mind It's disrespectful fuck. to me. It's a mind fuck. Like, yeah, he not here no more. Yeah. You're not supposed to be able to enjoy seeing him live on stage if he's not here anymore. Right. We might look at some old footage, a documentary, or a picture of him or something, mm-hmm. or clips of him, old interviews, but he's not here anymore to make this new performance. Don't put no hologram of him up there. That's some creepy stuff. And if they make us, you know, real comfortable with it, just It's going to always happen. It's going to always happen. Um, the you won't know gone. when you're seeing the real artist. Right. The actual artist being alive is going to be... It's gonna, It's not going to mean much to, to them. No, it's not. It's going to benefit them even more because now I don't have to pay you. Exactly. You know? So. Yeah, or I own the likeness to your image. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I can do this with it and do that with it. I own... When you sign on the dotted line, exactly. you sign the likeness to your everything. Right. Yeah, that's, that's not... Yeah. Like, the, with the whole cloning thing, with the rappers in the industry people, too. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, they ain't have time to clone Gucci Mane. But look, <laughs> but I'm thinking like, come on, man, what you had Gucci Mane clone from little just hanging in the basement waiting to put his <laughs> waiting day? to bring him out. Not Gucci. I'm sorry, just not Gucci. It's just way too far fetched. You gonna have to. Yeah. I can't. Even though he made a hell of a transformation, I mean, he, he made me think that. he probably he did that. He yeah. put in work. He turned vegan. He put in work. I love Gucci. I'm a Gucci fan, but. Would you need to even clone nobody? Somebody? I'm saying you got a hologram of them. Right, right. That's a little. That's a little much, right there. That's yeah, that's too part. much. It's you can have two much. concerts going on simultaneously. I'm gonna have the, the hologram in California. You can be anywhere you want. You can be in Tokyo, and you could be on vacation. They making. They making artists. I'm the president up in here now. Ain't this hard? That is crazy. Ooh, that's yep. That's why I'm gonna just stop going to everything. Me, I'm. A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing though. I hope they I hope that they can as a community. It's hard to get everybody on the same page. But they don't have positive mo- mm-hmm. uh, movements in the rap industry. Yes. If we can come together, especially I hate to keep bringing up Louisiana artists, but you know, I'm kind of but well, y'all might not know this, but I'm very biased to the artists that's where I'm from. I love Louisiana. I love everything about our state. I love mm-hmm. all of our local artists i love them more i mean i look at some of our local artists like they jay-z like jay-z don't mean nothing to me but i could meet a local artist be like oh it's you you know what i'm saying like that's how i am because i just genuinely love i i'm so proud of i'm so proud of our state with the accomplishments right now with the music industry just imagine if everybody got along everybody got along just imagine. We could just take over the whole... We could take it over. Take it over. But we, we can't get along. We never could. We never could. We can't. That's the sad part about it. In certain situations, I understand, like, it's been a lot of bloodshed. A lot. You know, it's certain things that you gonna feel like you can't come back from. But if we can't come back from that, let's move forward. Right. Let's move forward. Let's right. not continue the same cycle because... The kids that's coming up under them, that's right. what they gonna see, and they and, can... they and they need to stop rapping about it. Like they need to stop because when they rapping about it and they're saying it, that'll probably be the only thing. That'll be the first step to stopping it. Right. They stop rapping about it and saying it. It's not gonna come into. It's not gonna manifest. Stop rapping about. Stop talking. But you about know what? It. Then they then it's gonna be like. That's their freedom of speech. We trying to take away their freedom of speech. No, they can just dis- mentally decide not to do that on their own. Right. They may have somebody in their, you know, in their ear telling them to make a diss track, say mm-hmm. this, say that. But they don't have to. You take Master P, for yeah. instance. Name one per. Okay, there's an incident with Master P said he didn't even want to talk about it because Pimp C was dead. But there was an incident in Pimp C book where he talked about Master P slapping him or punching him or something. You never heard Ma- they fell out. They right. fell out before. They had a simple disagreement between men. They were very much real men. Nobody knew about it because Pimp C didn't make a diss song about Master P. Master P didn't make a diss song about Pimp C. They squashed it like real men because right. it was a simple disagreement. Somebody mm-hmm. probably was drunk or something to that nature. Mm-hmm. And they moved, they moved past it as right. friends. You know what, another, what, a pro, what the problem also is? We got people that's rapping. We got people that have money. And we have people that's looking up to them as heroes and celebrities, whatever we look up to them. But those are still broken people. 
with yeah. emotional drama that they don't even have any idea how to heal from. Right. You know, so we got to start somewhere up in there, you know, with our, with the youth that we bringing up, we need to teach them how to deal with their emotions. Right. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, we do. And repair those relationships that they have or don't have with their family members and growing up, you know, it's a lot of layers and things. Mm-hmm. That, but we got to stop that rap beef somewhere. Tell the producers or something. Come right. on. We got to do something. Who, yeah. who who you reach out to? Like, who do you reach out to in a situation like this? Right. You know, who has a platform that would reach Probably some of the um, some of the veterans, some of the veteran rappers. Yeah. Like for instance, again, you take Master P. He tried to mentor some people. He mm-hmm. lost a brother to the system. He lost a brother to the streets. One brother to the judicial system. One brother to the streets. Yes. Okay. So he, but somehow he's worked his way through all that mm-hmm. and stayed clean and stayed good. I mean, he was on Nickelodeon for crying out loud. He was on Nickelodeon. You know what I mean? Him and his son, the first black father-son to have a show together. Right. That was epic. It was. And then it was on Nickelodeon. It wasn't on WB. It was on Nickelodeon, bro. Like, like it was big. You know what I'm saying? And I think that the mentorship from a lot of these people like him, because mm-hmm. a lot of these boys, especially from the South, looked up to him. Look up, and still look up to him. That's important, mentorship. Yeah, yeah, and you have to get the veterans in. Like, they got to say, okay, I'm still here. I'm free. I didn't die. This is what I did. This is the blueprint. Yes. You know, and he is a prime example because he didn't, he talked a lot, and he his art reflected the life that he lived. You know, you might hear some violence, some holes, some this, some that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, art reflects life, and these right. artists are just painting a picture of what they come from. But you mm-hmm. never heard him saying specifically, if such and such, right. you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I'm a pop a, I'm a kill you such and such. Yeah. Yeah. You right. Yeah. I don't recall him ever doing it. And a couple of other uh, um, artists are like that too. And, they, and that's why yeah. they still here. That's why they still here. You know, there was once a day when they used to rap beef subliminally. Yes. Like LL Cool J. Mama uh-huh. said, knock you out. He uh-huh. didn't say who. He right, just said, right. oh, not no more. They going to say your whole name, uh-huh. your government name. And then they going to at you on social media. Show <laughs> 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 They going to say your whole name. Yeah, who you playing with? I want to know who you playing Yeah, okay, yeah. Everything. They get on live and... Call out their address. Next thing you know, somebody, somebody pull up. Kill them. Them. It's a whole nother person that killed them. Yeah. And that's how uh, Pop Smoke died. Mm-hmm. Dropping his address. Dropping the address. And you got to watch these females too. Yes. Oh, that's a whole nother. Because you got people that want to be down. And they'll yeah. do anything just to be down. Yeah. And they, they kick up a lot of, uh, you know. Sometimes people die be over a girl. Yeah, a lot. A girl go from one pillow side talking, to the next. Uh-huh. and every time any great dynasty ever fell, it fell because of a woman. woman. So yeah. Yeah. you definitely gotta be careful with that. You gotta watch them too. I'm just saying, like y'all, you know, hit them up wouldn't even it, we go go back to the nineties again. Hit them up wouldn't even exist. That was like the greatest diss song in the history of diss songs 
uh, they start off. That's why I F your B. Golly, he went hard for the first second. Out the gates. Out the gate. People used to subliminate yeah. and diss each other. No. But that wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for who? If it wasn't for Faith. If it wasn't for the wife that took the beat. You that she bought the beat back to join your mom. Exactly. Yep, let's not forget that part. Let's not forget that pivotal part. You gotta think yeah. about it, you know, and then it just it just exploded, you know. But at least mean? it was about a woman back then. I don't know what the hell going on now. Like don't it don't even have to be about a woman. That's the thing. They don't know. They don't know. It started from something way back in when when it could have started it could have started from their mom and their dad. You know, yeah. it's it just it started from this neighborhood don't like that neighborhood. Because mm-hmm. we don't have real gangs everywhere, you know? Right. It starts from this neighborhood, don't like that neighborhood. Oh, you went to that school? Oh, I went to this school. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, right. It's a lot of stuff that factor into it, and nobody want to seem weak. And everybody's just all ego driven and stuff. Mm-hmm. You worry about the next person that got a little more than, than I got, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So now, now, now you tripping. Yeah. That's how they do. So I don't know. Uh, what we can do as a community but I think I do think that as a community when people try to show you that they're trying to change for the better we should just allow them to do what they want to do and still be in support of them because some people just want the old thing back they always just look for the old you know ways that this rapper did they want what they started on to stay the same I heard this dude um, Bosco 100 you know him? no Look, I I heard him talking about. He called a lot of people zesty. Okay. So this is a little weird for people. He say, uh, Bobby Smurda when he came out of jail, he came. Oh out yeah, little, he was. Oh, he he came was, out a little too zesty. I so was he, loving that zesty. He throw them hips. He was throwing was his he? hips a little, a little too <laughs> much, and he he killed my boy Gates too. He say, um, when Kevin Gates came out, he came out real hard. You know, he came out like a street nigga. Then he got all zesty on me. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Yeah, so when they try to change, when they try they to the change, they want it back. I also watched Nelly Chopper start changing too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He started getting enlightened, started mm-hmm. growing gardens, eating his own food, mm-hmm. and really speaking a lot of knowledge. But you can't change too much. You can't change because, too much because look. We I seen take, him revert right back to a little yeah, more gangster. We gonna take Ye when he tried to change. Everybody said he was good and crazy. Well, they already said he was crazy and he was obnoxious. Who you say, Kanye? Ye, yeah, yeah, Kanye. And then when you seen Kanye, he want his own farm. He wants this. He want that. You know, mm-hmm. he's starting to approach billionaire status. Mm-hmm. Oh, he crazy. Mm-hmm. He crazy. Yes, he crazy. It it went from he's conceited. To he crazy. Yeah. But when you don't follow suit, then you become right. Crazy. So when they push him and keep pushing his buttons, you crazy, you crazy, you crazy. And then he starts back talking about old Kanye. Everybody love him again. When he start back talking like old Kanye, mm-hmm. like he on this rampage with Pete Davidson right now. Yes. They like that. They love it. They like it. It's the beef. Right. <laughs> they want the beef. But when Kanye is just being, I love you, you can't make me hate my brother. Uh-huh. You know, when he went to the Jesus White House Jesus walks with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't oh, want no, that. Oh, no, he made a song. He gone crazy. Yeah, he look at him. Kanye West is off his medication. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as he say, y'all much don't like black people. I love Kanye West. Yes. Yeah, they want yeah. that ego driven. Mm-hmm. They do. They want that super ego. Ain't no empty. Ain't no it. It's just 
is. Right. You know, that's what they. That's what the general public like, and people give it to them. I mean, you know, and I know that some some artists give it to them in cycles, though. They have a little down period. Let's take yeah. Kevin, Kevin Gates. You know why? Why? Them people bipolar. They what? be dealing with they, you know, they, they, down. they got their manic phases, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm saying that, and not that it's something negative, because right. in actuality, that that can be a gift. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because in those manic phases, do you know how much how much people create? I was just about to say that creative people tend to have that issue. Yeah, uh, they just they just do them, you know. Just in this Western society, we got a name for everything. Exactly. We got a name for your greatness. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We're going to call it bipolar. Bipolar. And then guess what they say? You're crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know what I tell them? I ain't crazy. Right. I know I'm not crazy. Right. I'm no. different. I'm not. I'm, different I'm not like right. you or like the textbook say I should be or this person say I should be. I'm me. But a lot of the greats, the greatest people are bipolar schizo or something to mm-hmm. that nature you know that they put a label on them you know manic depressant or they they turn to drugs mm-hmm. it's because they are greatly creative they blessed and gifted even with schizophrenia they have uh, in eastern society when people start dealing with like symptoms of schizophrenia or what we would call schizophrenia they have spiritual monks that are trained yeah. to go get those people and show those people what they the gift that they have. Right. You know, they seeing into different realms. They seeing right. into the future. And over here we gonna medicate. And medicate once we and medicate we're gonna suppress it to suppre- the best of our yeah. Being. Just like they suppress the children in school. They just teach you a Mm-hmm. School is like it's designed to teach you to think uncreatively. Yeah, that's exactly what uncreatively. It's to do. You cannot be yourself mm-hmm. in school. Everybody has to hold up their hand, yeah. walk in a line, follow the script. Yeah, like a factory. Uh huh. And then once we and once these same kids graduate, get out of school, go into the world, they following the script that that the, the industry gave them with the music. They follow right. the script that they. Played on their video games, right. Grand Theft Auto. You know right. what I'm saying? They in full fledged program of Almost. something that right. we as a people need to find a way to destroy that right. program and create Let's a brand new one. Let's start with stop watching all these images of people getting slain over and over and uh-huh. over, and putting those images. It's desensitizing us. It, it is, and it's so easy for you to kill your brother. It's really desensitizing us. I know I saw somebody get killed in broad daylight by my sister's apartment complex once. When I drove up, the, the murder had just happened, so I had to park on the outskirts and walk to her apartment was across the street. The guy was laying dead in the parking lot between the cars. They had children on big wheels and bicycles riding by the crime scene, <laughs> playing outside. Like Everybody, it ain't nothing. Like, like a dead man is not, like no respect for the dead, number one. No target, no, no cover up, no nothing. Okay, that's, I'm glad you said that. I want to interject just for a second. No respect for the dead because they smoking on tuca like every day. You know, you ever heard that saying? Mm-hmm. Smoking on tuca. Well, that's somebody who got killed in rap beef in Atlanta mm-hmm. or something somewhere. But in all these different songs, you hear people, it's a saying now. Smoking on tuca, smoking on tuca. 
because Tuku got smoked or whatever. I thought it was Pookie Lope. Uh-uh, smoking on Tuku. Well, who is they be Pookie smoking Lope? everybody now. And they say we smoking on Pookie Lope tonight. That was with G's and um, Gucci. That's now, they, Gucci. That might be there. Yeah, you know, but that was but that see, was a guy named that died uh, that Gucci man killed. This is a younger generation. Like, they smoking on Tuku. Now, Tuku Mama... She she probably like around our age, or, you know. Mm. She didn't cried out to the people, you know. Please stop saying that Tuka was a real person. He right. was my child, but they didn't made this a very popular saying out here, mm. you know. And I I think that's, that's crazy. That's very dis- there's no disrespect for the de- no, no respect, respect for, for the, the dead. dead right there. I'm gonna give Gucci man a pause though, a, a pass. <laughs> oh, you get a pass. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead on and give, I'm going to give Gucci Man the ghetto pass of the day. And I'm going to give Gucci Man a pass because they didn't have to come at Gucci like that. He just, he was really defending himself. I'm not sorry, but I got to give Gucci Man a pass. I take Gucci Man's side at all yeah. costs in this, in this thing. And if he feels like he's still upset about it, he got a right to be upset about it. Right I think he be. was the bigger man when he even showed up for the verses with Jesus. Right. Because I wouldn't have done it. If you send somebody at me, I would never show up to be in the same right. venue. So just him doing it and being on tour with them mm-hmm. with, the, with the trap tour and everything, I think that that showed a lot of growth. And because it Gucci did. was retarded in real life. He, he grew. He evolved. He, he really did. He did. Yeah, so, but. You can tell he did some reading when he was locked up. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. I love him. I love him. You know, but yeah, so we do play into that uh that rap beef stuff yeah. as fans. We do, know. we do, we do. We play into it. But I'm at the point to where like I'm tired of it because I'm I'm tired of looking on my phone and seeing this person dead Rest and that peace. person dead. I just started liking your music and you dead already. Yeah. I mean, I literally had just we found out about... We gotta keep in mind that Tupac Shakur died 25. At 25. He did all that by the time he was... He would have been the greatest ever. 25, bro. Boosa say if you make it to see 25... You're an OG. Okay, so, Lakeith, how do you feel about rap beef? And you can tell me how you feel about it generally. And let me know who do you think wins. Does the artist win or is the industry winning? I think the industry, they're going to always win because they got more control over the artist. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, if they feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to, they, man, them, they just like gangsters. They'll get you out of here, too. Like, a lot of times, they be feeling like, People be sending hits on no, but it be them really doing that. Because right. they got insurance policies on them artists. So yes. they'll, they'll get you out of here just as fast. So I feel like the industry gonna always win. Because so they benefiting the they, most. They benefiting the most off of you. That's why you sign them dotted line. When you sign that, you just signed your life over to them. Right. So, the industry. I appreciate your answer. Thank you. Anytime. having alchemy with Gina. Until next time. See you boys. Bye.